normally on these things I just stand up and do a five minute rant. Um, and I just watched a whole bunch of people showing lovely work. And so what I thought I'd do is two minutes showing work and then I did a five minute rant. Um, so I'm, I'm from Urbed. Um, uh, Urbed is an urban design practice. I'm also from the Academy of Urbanism. Um, and actually what have we been doing for the last 20 odd years, and I've just been twice around because that wasn't the older I was expecting them to be, is designing stuff like this. This is Trent Basin in Nottingham. Um, as it's designed, uh, this is the thing that we did with John Rowland, a neutral friend in Telford, a new community, millennium community, um, with a master plan looking like that, which now looks very much like that. And this is um, a scheme we did in Brighton, New England Quarter, which actually was shortlisted for the Academy of Urbanism Neighbourhood Awards this year, prematurely, I, I, I stress. Um, master plan, regulatory plan, and scheme as designed. Um, and a hidden supermarket. Um, and that's 20 years worth of work. I think um, uh, Rob Cowan from the Urban Design Group says 90% of master plans aren't built. I think that's probably an overestimate. Um, I think we've probably done a few hundred master plans in our time in the last 20 years, and we've probably had about five built. Um, now, the point I'm going to make is that, first of all, we, a, lot, a lot of these events, we get people standing up and saying, what you need to do to create a good neighbourhood is employ a good designer like me. Um, which is obviously true, and we should be doing that. But actually, that can't be the solution. We have to find a way of making good design the norm rather than the exception. We have an exceptionalism thing. So we have when people do extraordinary work, they create incredible places. We think that's fantastic. We call it a good practice or best practice, possibly. We all go and visit it. We all come home and say, why on earth can't we do something as good as that? And then, and then we beat ourselves up for not achieving it. Um, we need to find a way, and this is Edinburgh Newtown, obviously, um, of making good design just the thing that happens when we do things properly. Um, this is completely out of order. Um, I'm going to have to improvise. This, this is a scheme we're currently working on in Cambridge um, for you and I in town, um, which is 5,500 units when we're trying to do exactly that. Um, there's the scheme. It's a plan. This is, this is, these are out of order. Never mind. Um, and this is Vatorst in Holland. And you, and you go to Holland and you look at the place like this and you again you come back thinking, why on earth can't we do these things in the UK? Why on earth do they find it so easy and we find it so difficult to produce that sort of quality? This is Letchworth, which of course is very similar. I like the, the similarity between those two things. Um, Letchworth we deal, built in the 20s and we could do this then. Actually what happened was the 1947 Town Planning Act, unfortunately. That's what caused the, the trouble. So the fundamental thing, which is that the quality of design is essentially an economic issue rather than a design issue. You can write all the good practice guides and design guides that you want. It won't make my life any easier getting good designs built. And actually, I go as far as saying most of my clients understand what good design is. Even the volume house builders understand what good design is. The reason they're not building it is not because they don't understand not because they need more guidance, it's because the system makes it almost impossible to do. We need to change the system rather than just cajole people into creating better design. Um, so the first thing is that we need to do is land value capture. Um, the big difference between that Dutch scheme and um, the scheme in the UK is that in Holland, land goes up by 10 times when it's allocated for housing. In Britain, it goes up by 2,000 times. Um, when you spend all that money on the land, you haven't got money to spend on design or infrastructure or trams and so on and so forth. So that's the first thing we need to do. Um, the second thing is to invest in infrastructure. You can't create good neighbourhoods unless you've got good public transport, schools, community spaces, open space and so on. And because of the land value, we don't ever do that. 
as we just heard from Angela, 1400 home scheme with no shops and so on. Um, we can't get away with doing that if we're going to create communities. Um, the third thing is the housing market. Uh, we have a housing market where we build little boxes and we sell them to about a quarter of the house buying public. Only a quarter of people wanting to buy a new house will buy a new house compared to a second-hand house. We, we, our market is focused on that very, very narrow market. It's all based upon negative, backward-looking valuation. So you only value a house based on what's built before, not what's built in the future, which makes innovation impossible, which means that quality, good quality housing is a less attractive business proposition for house builders than doing the same thing they've always done. Unless you put, make it in their interest, you won't build better quality housing. Um, the fourth thing, controversially, is the dysfunctional planning system. Planning application, this is our Brentford Lot West scheme in, in the background. The EA costs half a million pounds for a big scheme. The master planning fee is less than 100,000. Why are we spending five times more on a useless piece of telephone directory about all the sort of things which you say, what's the environmental impact, how are we going to mitigate that, and then ignore the whole thing completely, just to go through a whole bunch of hoops and not pay the design team properly? This is what we do in the planning system. The reason for it is that all planners think that developers are bastards and therefore need to be, they, they've got incredibly defensive attitudes with the way they deal with them. That way the planning system becomes incredibly procedural. And if I'm honest, planning has generally made our schemes worse. Um, that the, the way that planners deal with our schemes and the way that politicians deal with our schemes mean that they're less good quality than they would be if they hadn't got involved. I know that's controversial, but let's... Um, Happy to talk about that. Um, <laughs> and then the volume house builders. The volume house builders are a symptom of the problems. Because the system that we have, they're the only builders who can afford to deal with our, our planning system, with all deal with the risks involved. And so we get the planning the house builders we deserve. Because if we've got a system like we have, we've got land value like we have, small developers can't get involved. You get the volume house builders that you deserve because of the way the system's designed. Um, so we need to design the system whereby good quality is the default rather than the exception. And we need to th think about how we design the whole system of planning and development to make that possible. Thank you.